What's up, everybody? It is Ethan Foster here with Common Sense Christianity, and today, and we are continuing answering atheist objections. And today's topic in that regard is when atheists accuse Christians of having no evidence or the lack thereof of evidence. Now, obviously, the common atheist assumes that Christians have little or no proof for their beliefs. They think we just have faith in the Bible, and that's our only basis of fact. And you know what? The, I can't blame them for thinking this, honestly. Many Christians actually think this way. They have faith because they feel like it, or they were told it by their church or their elders. And this is a big problem in the church today. I see it in my church. I see it in all the churches I've been to. People are uneducated about their own beliefs. And that is one of the goals here at Common Sense Christianity, to educate people uh, on on their beliefs. So, when an atheist asks you this, what what do you say? Uh, we're gonna keep this very this podcast shorter than usual. Uh, gonna be very quick about it. Uh, so, I'm gonna pretend to be an atheist for a bit. Ethan, you have no evidence for your beliefs, and and uh, that's why I'm not a Christian. So, what are you supposed to say? So, the way I would start it is. Uh, you should ask the atheist, what do you mean by evidence? What do you need? So in order to base your argument most effectively, you need to know uh, what the others, what would, what it would supposedly take to convince the other side. So you would state that to them, and they would say uh, some evidence for God in general. They, people on both sides uh, are very uneducated about religious topics. So atheists are uh, uneducated about topics regarding Christianity, and Christians are uneducated about topics regarding Christianity and atheism, unfortunately. Most Christians don't even read their own Bible. I believe the statistic is like one in five of church-going Christians read their Bibles. So that that's a very big area of concern. But if you're one of those actual Christians who actually picks up the book that they claim to believe in, you... You would uh, know at least a little something about the Bible. But of course they don't think Bible the Bible can be used for evidence. So you would say something along the lines basically of talking about archaeological digs. Or let's just start it this way. We can use the teleological argument, of course, as we discussed in one of our last episodes. The first answering atheist objections, I believe. And you would mention the complexity of the universe and things along those lines. Or and then you would move on, so they could be like, okay, there might be a god, but uh, what evidence is there that it's your particular god? So you would look at the Bible, you would see how it distinguishes himself itself. I touched on this briefly with evidence for Jesus in our last episode that we made. Uh, how the Bible is different than most religious books; it, its leaders are criticized quite frequently. Um, God has looked down upon many of the leaders of the church and has redemption stories or it is verifiable a lot of big parts of, of especially the New Testament. It's verifiable by people like Josephus, uh, Tacitus, and a few other people have confirmed big portions of the Bible. You can pull that up or how archaeology confirms uh Parts of the Bible. Of course, I'm not giving examples right now since this is a brief over- overview. Uh, 
but they would go on to say that evolution has, is a proven hypothesis and that disproves the biblical creation story or how science and, and modern archaeology um, makes it to where God is not necessary, which, of course, is totally false. Uh, so let me touch on the point of evolution. Whether or not evolution is true, and we'll discuss this later, and that will be a very fun topic to discuss. Uh, if evolution were true, it, it takes a guiding process. So, uh, for example, you, this is a quite frequent example. You can take the eye and how complex it is. You aren't going to have half an eye. You're not going to have the lens and the fluid and the, then all the other parts of the eye. I forgot all the parts uh, because it's not necessary for me to remember. You can take how complex everything is and gradual evolution does not make sense with that. So you would have to have some sort of creator to guide that. Uh, in terms of Adam and Eve, genetics has proven that we originated from two people. All of us did. So whether those two people are, are Adam and Eve, you would have to find all the evidence you can and take that uh, step of faith. I don't like leap of faith because a leap of faith, you're virtually just having faith in something just because you wanted to. It's a step of faith. You have evidence... That you are, that uh, some parts of this particular belief is true, and then you act on it. I find plenty of historical evidence for the Bible, but uh, I take that step of faith uh, to believe in it. There's certain parts of the Bible you cannot prove, and there is not evidence for. You can look at Exodus, you can look at some parts of Genesis, or many other books. But there's also plenty of evidence for many of the books in the Bible, uh, most notably the New Testament. And if the New Testament is true, the Old Testament is true because Jesus came to affirm Old Testament prophecy. You can look at, uh, speaking of prophecies, you can look at Isaiah 53, uh, where it discusses the Lord's suffering servant. And it says in there, uh, for he was pierced for our transgressions and crushed for our iniquities. That sounds like Jesus, right? You can connect the dots, or Psalms 22, where it says, they, they nailed my hands and my feet. Uh, that certainly seems like crucifixion of some sort. So you could link that to Jesus, which also can be used as evidence, because these documents were written hundreds of years apart of each other. So that, that's a basic way to respond to the lack of evidence question. Of course, you would have to do outside research in order to formulate a great... Uh, argument to help uh, to help con convince the other side. We don't want to destroy the other side unless their uh, their intention is to destroy our side. And then it's perfectly fine. Well, that has been this episode of ba of common sense Christianity. Uh, this is, I believe, part two of answering atheist objections. One of my favorite series and favorite parts uh, writing about it in our book. Common Sense Christianity, which we are still working on. We'll let you guys know when we're almost done. But please share this podcast with your friends and family. We're working very hard to make this as entertaining and as informative as possible. Until next time, God bless you.